Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Demon Trash Podcast. What's up? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to everybody. Oh, what's up? I'm good. <laughs> so today we have a really cool episode. We're going to have a guest on. You'll be hearing from her in just a minute, but we just wanted to say hello. Again, I'm your host, Carol. And this is Avery. And of course, we've got Raven here with us, always helping out. But uh, yeah, Mac is her name. Mac is going to come talk some smack about toxic positivity. Hell yeah. So stay tuned. Let's get into the show. And yeah, here we go. It's going to be informative, fun, interesting. Lit. Cash money. Very cash money. It's going to be very cash money. It's going to be the most cash money episode we've ever done. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Mac. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, you know, introduce what you do? Sure. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for inviting me here. So, yeah. Thanks for um, being here. Yeah, absolutely. It's my pleasure. Uh, my name is Mac, um, uh, Mac Jagger, and I am a professional tarot reader and general sort of like intuitive consultant professional, and I run a Austin, Texas-based um, tarot business called uh mac jagger tarot so that's kind of that's just who i am yeah and we met through atx broke girls otherwise mm-hmm. you know known on this planet as ashley yes yeah and we met at her birthday dinner and that we're just gonna get right into it and what we always do is our uh demon trash moments so let's do a little jingle demon trash moments that was beautiful thank, thank you, you so much so I'll go first into my demon trash moment, and I've actually been I I I've been saving this story because we I knew I was going to have you on because you're involved. It's fun. So it's when we first met at Ashley's birthday dinner. Yes. And that night, remember how I left early? Uh huh. I do. Okay. So there's a reason why, and I have have had um, been nervous telling this story because I have immense tr- uh, street cred. She has that a lot I need of street to cred that she needs to. Yeah. I, I, I she thinks it. she needs yeah. to uphold. And so that night, you offered me some cannabis. That sounds like me. Yes. It, yeah. In an in an oil form, and I am very privy to marijuana pens but on this particular night this marijuana pen hit me in a strange way i i wondered if maybe that was what was afoot yeah (laughs) well it was certainly afoot sis (laughs) (laughs) i went to the bathroom had a little had a little panicking moment and was like oh my god i felt so sick and i can't recall a moment i she had a come to jesus moment in the bathroom bathroom by myself and um yeah it was just like it was so terrifying to me because i hadn't had like a freak out on weed like that because i'm avid i'm Sure. marijuana smoker and the last time i had an issue like that was like years ago like on edibles but like this whole thing like freaked me the fuck out and then like we were talking a lot about spirituality and shadow work and i was like 
I remember at the time, this is so like feeding into stigmas, but at the time I was like, did she cast a spell on me? I was like, hi, like she cursed me. No, 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 no. I know. (laughs) But yeah, that was my demon trash. That's more of a demon trash memory Mm -hmm. on my part. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I needed to tell you that story because I just was like, this is so funny that my first time meeting, I looked like an absolute noob. I didn't I, I I've been there I mean sometimes it just takes you by surprise and I, I did not do you think I um, held it together was I obvious? yeah I think I mean like uh I feel like maybe you said something or like there was it was indicated to the group somehow that, like that might be what was going on but I think everybody held like a lot of compassion for the situation oh, God. like nobody was like Ashley what know. a weird like, like, I'm just sorry like, we felt really bad because I was like, I, I hate just so like bad. running. I felt, I feel bad. I didn't know. No, I, no. I didn't mean to like, you know. So since then I've broken into the hard stuff because I realized I need to get, get it together. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought it, that was my street. Cra- I'm still, Hey, I'm still cool guys. All right. Absolutely. Avery, do you have your demon trash moment? So my demon trash moment is just like, so I've been reading kind of like self-help books and I, can no longer like listen to any like sad girl indie music and I can only listen to like boss bitch like get your money get your bag music like and I can't listen to anything else because I'm like that's a downer and I can't listen to that because my my positivity walls are so fragile that I can't let anything in yet do you know how any many bad play- bad things there in are yet. so many playlists on Spotify that are like manifesting money and it's like just pure Beyonce like <laughs> Like, I mean, I use them sometimes. <laughs> they so work. Good. But yeah, no, it's true. Avery listens to only badass, like, like boss babe bitch music, like, all the time. And I kind of, I'm here for it. Well, it's just, I don't know. I just, like, can't listen to any of, like, the sad indie music anymore. And I never realized how kind of, like, sad it kind of is. And I <laughs> yeah. was like, am I just not in that space anymore that I can't, li- like, relate to it anymore? Or, yeah. like, what? It was just, like, I just, I'm not listening to it anymore. Nope. Yeah. I haven't found a really good like pre-made motivation playlist. A lot of them are like terrible. Yeah. How about you, Mac? Do you have any uh, demon trash moments? And just a quick refresher for our newbies and for you. A demon trash moment is any moment where you were tempted. You were committed. What we like to call those seven deadly sins. You know what I mean? Tempted or like just a moment where you could have done better. Or you made a mistake that you can now look back at and laugh at now, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Um, like this week has been a tough week. I have just been like not feeling like physically, like not feeling very well. And like as a witch and a practicing, you know, I practice witchcraft and like we just went through some really intense astrology, some intense eclipses, which you, you are not supposed to do witchcraft during eclipse season because it's just too volatile so it's just been like I've just been feeling disconnected a lot and I probably think the trashiest sort of like low of the the (laughs) week um I had a had like a whole I was like taking a lot of cold medicine a lot of like very like sedative based (laughs) cold medicine and I did an entire like several slide tribute on Instagram of like my beautiful memories of when Valium was like so much easier to access and how much I love it. And I found this picture of, um, oh, the, the guy from Pose, a really fabulous, um, oh, I can't yeah. think of his name right now or their name right now. Um, but they were wearing a dress to some award show and it was the exact color of Valium. And like, I had a whole moment about it. It was just like, <laughs> 
I, I played the song Candy by Mandy Moore over again, like over and over again, and just was like thinking about how much I wish that I could take a volume. So that's probably my moment of like, wow, I could have done better. I could have done yeah. better, but you know what? I didn't actually do any volume, so. Well, hey, listen, that's I, a winner. If I had any, I would have. Honestly, that sounds like a demon trash win. The laws have changed considerably around accessibility <laughs> in the last 10 years, unfortunately. So big loss for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a pretty good one. I wish I was able to tune in for those. Oh, you know what? I can archive them for you. I can. Oh, yeah. yeah send them to, send yeah, to just commemorate that, that moment to in me. my life. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Well, all right then. Um, and if I get them, I'll print them out and put them all over my wall. You should. I mean, it's a, you know, it would also kind of remind you of like what you don't have anymore, which is easy access to Valium. But at one point, one of my friends literally took a Valium tablet into like Sherwin-Williams and was like, I want to paint my wall this color. And they made a like Valium green color for her to paint her room. And it was like, truly heroic. Valium green. It's beautiful. Oh, it's it's honestly a very beautiful. minty vibe. So refreshing. It's just so chill. Just like Valium. I don't okay. All right. Well, on that note, we'll go into a quick break. And yeah, go ahead and take us into the break, Karen. Alright, guys. We're back from the break. You should donate. Help me pay Check my us bills. out. Send us emotional support. <laughs> Leave us a review. Yeah, share with your friends. Let them know how cool we are. So, Mac, we asked our listeners this week on Instagram, I'm, I'm sure you saw, but we asked uh, our listeners this week to send in any of their thoughts or questions on toxic positivity because I think there's a lot of confusion on what it is or people just don't know what the fuck it is. Um, so uh, I'll read through some of these that we picked out and then you can answer what the definition of toxic positivity is. Sound good? Okay, sure. So the first one is from Tori. Uh, we've actually had her on before. That was episode two, Fitzbo Shitsbo. Miss you, Tori. Um, Tori said, why do I always have to be positive? Can I evaluate the negatives and feel those thoughts and emotions and then appreciate happy things? I don't think thinking positive is the only way. That's not very conceptual or realistic. Sis Stop Podcast, we just met. They have their launch party tonight. Hey, girls. I hope you're listening. We love you. Sorry we can't be there right now. We're recording this. So um, they said, it's fake as fuck. Human existence is about feeling and experiencing all emotions. And then Marcelo, an old friend of mine, he said, playing devil's advocate here, but isn't toxic positivity just another way of saying stay positive? Like, is it wrong to pretend there's nothing wrong? Yeah. But what's wrong with trying to always be happy or positive? Or am I misunderstanding the definition of toxic positivity? So, Mac, what is toxic positivity? Okay, so, you know, I think um, a really apt comparison would be, like, the way that uh, some old white guy in the Supreme Court wants to find pornography. Like, you know it when you see it, and I feel like that's what toxic, you know toxic positivity when you see it. Like, there's a difference between, like, believing in the power of positive thinking and positive manifestations and all that good stuff, which I'm a huge advocate of, and fucking pretending, like, that you don't have any problems and that the right. world is not... an like that the world is somehow like not a difficult fucking place to be, which is not true and not beneficial to anybody. So um, I think there's an element of delusion in toxic positivity. Like that is the key where you can really see like this person is like kind of lost touch with reality a little bit. And that's when we get into a danger zone. For sure. So it's definitely like the push or showing or expressing positivity at all times. And you see it a lot on social media, like with like good vibes only, mm -hmm. good vibes only. And you know, we see it a lot more on social media because every time you log in, you have access to everyone's 
accomplishments, uh, social and economic status, amazing vacations, promotions, just what they want you to see. What they want yeah. you to see. It's right. curated. It's a curated right. thing. Or most, most people's social media. Mine, personally, not so much, but a lot of people's eyes. Right. And then, like, and then, of course, you see a lot of text posts that say, like, good vibes only, stay positive, things like that. And it's okay, but if that's your emotional range for the day, then go ahead. But let's make sure that as a society that we're perpetuating the fact that sometimes bad vibes are going to happen and it's okay to not be okay. So definitely one aspect of this conversation that I, that because Avery and I have been really kind of delving into self-help, hashtag self-help and how the market for self-help has become in our opinion, incredibly saturated and people are out here picking up books that they think are going to change their life and help them but only push them further into a toxic positivity lifestyle. So I'm curious on how you feel in, in what you do and in, in your line of work, how you feel about self-help books and content. Okay, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I think with anything, being discerning and like what you're putting into your mind is really, really, really important, especially in the space of like, when we're talking, you know, a lot of what I do is from a mystical standpoint, I do practice witchcraft um, and I do practice manifestation practices in that and manifesting the life that I want to live. And I do believe to some degree you do create your own reality to some degree. But I do think that um, one of my favorite astrologers, Susan Miller, who's like an OG in the field, once said, you have to be very careful who you let into your mind. And I think that is paramount in working with a mystical practitioner, a spiritual practitioner, or somebody in a little bit more of like a conventional self-help arena. I will tell everybody I fucking know to listen to Brene Brown until their ears bleed. Like I will preach Brene Brown forever because I believe in what she's saying. And also if you listen to Brene Brown talk, she's not toxic positivity. She talks about the difficult parts of life a lot. And I think that that's something that in any authentic practitioner in this space, whether they're practicing mysticism or more like of a, you know, a traditional psychotherapy based practice, like that authenticity has got to be there or else it's not, it's going to be just, it's going to be most likely toxic positivity, which is not actually going to serve you, I think in the long run. Yeah. It's so it's interesting and because because I've been we've been really focused on I don't know if you've been listening to our last couple of episodes but we've been talking a lot about self growth because we actually learned a lot from you. you you taught us about shadow work we started learning more about that and how self growth takes a lot of delving into shadow work and so. But I feel I like toxic positivity ignores that. Exactly. Right. It does. And it, it, it creates a space where, like, it either doesn't exist or it is, like, demonized. And the thing is, like, the thing about bad vibes is they serve a, a really fucking important purpose. If mm-hmm. your instinct is giving you bad vibes about something, you need to listen to that shit or else you might be getting yourself into some major trouble. Like, bad right. vibes are not something we want to, like exercise from our life it's not necessarily that we want to like give off bad vibes or be the bad vibes but being aware of bad vibes is really important for your not ignoring safety yeah can i i want to we have time so because we're making great time i want to tell a quick little it's a little blurb because i don't want to make everything about you know a life-changing event i had a little incident with uber eats recently and it really taught me some serious lessons here so listen up everybody everybody in the room needs to listen the fuck up so I hashtag cancel Uber Eats. <laughs> hashtag I delete that shit once a week and then it keeps popping back on my phone. I'm like, who fucking downloaded Not this shit this again? Time. <laughs> she's she's done. 
that addiction is over. I'm curious. Tell me everything. I'm going to tell like, you I'm right switching now. to Postmates now. <laughs> I'm on favors, sis. <laughs> um, okay. So I was on, uh, I was ordering some Uber Eats because I was like, you know what? A bitch worked hard this week. She wants some poke. So I ordered some poke and I realized that seriously, three seconds after ordering that I, it was going to the wrong address. So I went to cancel it. Maybe three seconds, like literally right after I ordered it. They were like, oh, if you cancel this, we're going to charge you call support. I call support. Support wasn't very helpful. They were very rude. I just stayed on hold with them. And then by the time they came back from hold, essentially my order was ready to go. And they're like, if you cancel this, we're still going to charge you. So with all the fees, I kind of splurged a little bit. It was like $40 worth of food. That's a lot of fucking money for everybody. I don't care who you are. $40 is a big meal <laughs> it's a big old meal or it's one thing on uber eats because they're like yeah weird 75 dollar tax whatever so it was a giant poke bowl with a nice brewed green tea anyway so the point was is that okay so 40 dollars is gone and i was very upset i was so upset and but then i've been like reading all these self-help books taking doing a lot of research because we have an episode that we're going to be putting out very soon about these self-help books um but uh, I started to feel like I was getting upset. I was ranting to everybody around me about the whole situation. I was in a really negative space for like 15, 20 minutes. And then I started feeling guilty because of low vibe energy, started feeling like, oh, I'm participating in low vibe, what they call low vibe energy. And I started feeling guilty of, of my bad vibes. And, um, and then I like was able to reel myself in and start repeating my affirmations of like, my money's coming back to me. It's completely fine. Like everything, it's going to be fine. Literally the next morning, the exact amount of money like from like my money saving apps was deposited into my account. So that's the universe looking out for your girl right here. But my point is, is that this guilt and this low vibe versus high vibe energy and everyone seems to have an opinion on it and everyone's like low vibe energy. Don't participate in that. If you feel if you're around somebody who's participating in low vibe energy, you need to get the fuck out of there because it's toxic. Are you familiar with this low vibe versus high vibe energy? If so, can you please explain the difference? Because I feel like I'm not getting it. So, yeah, I definitely want to kind of like sidebar on that. And I think I just need to say this like for my own integrity, uh, because if anybody follows me on social media, like I can get low vibe as fuck. And this week I've been sick. I've been bitchy. (laughs) And I've been I mean, I went on a rant the other day. I mean, on a social media rant about a lot of things. It was I would say like. It was a low vibrational, um, like, diatribe, a monologue. It was a speech that I gave. Um, (laughs) So I want to be very clear that, like, I fuck with low vibes. Like, if you're following me on social media, you know that bitch. Sometimes I get real on one about something or a lot of things. This particular incident, they stopped doing leave a penny, take a penny at the bodega. And I was like, why the fuck? Why is 2020 so cheap? Everybody's cheaping out on my ass. I can't handle it anymore. And I had some things to say. So I told the internet about it. And I did feel better afterwards. But I do think that, like, that's fine. I think that that's also petty as fuck. And who cares? But I cared. I was very annoyed. I did not feel well. Things were not going well. And I, you know, I made it funny and entertaining. But yeah. I was like, let me fucking bitch right now. Because, yeah. like, this is my social media. Right. And then, like, shit's annoying sometimes. And I'm going to talk about it like that does not I think take away from my ability to like be in this space working with people like helping people 
in their personal lives with their shit all the time, which is what I, I mean, what I do. It's my entire occupation. But I do, going back to your point, like, I do think that the world is full of, like, actual hardships and like me not getting cvs coupons anymore and like men being cheap and like not having a leave a penny take a penny at the bodega like those weren't real problems my real problem was that i had like a fucking fever and i was really sick but i was just like i wanted to rant i wanted to vent and i had something to say and i said it and i you know i was kind of thinking a few days later i was like you know like I've not been feeling well this week, but I have health insurance. I have friends and family that care about me. I have the, I have a, I make my own schedule. I can take time off. Like, there are people in America that have a way actual problems that are like going to work at Chipotle, sick as hell, and then like, you know, getting the lettuce poisoned or whatever the hell's been going on over there. But like, um, <laughs> I know that's probably not all necessarily factual, but you know what I mean. I guess my point is, I think that. Um, I'm just really weary of people that, like, don't find the humor and the little petty bad shit and, yeah. like, can't find, like, a reason to be like, you know what? You did get that $40 back and wonderful and I do believe you and I, I totally agree that's the universe helping you out. But wouldn't it have been a lot fucking cooler if you would have had that poke and still got that $40? It probably would have. And wasn't that a really kind of a shitty business practice on Uber's part to not, like fix that problem for you how much money do they make all the time like these are real things that I feel like we, we yes. have the right to talk about yes and I feel like these self-help gurus as I'm now calling them toxic positivity enthusiasts make us feel like whenever these opportunities to be the petty ass little fucking human bitches that we can be mm-hmm. is they tell it, you to quash it yeah like squash it and like move along right. you know what I mean but it's like the opportunities of the universe will not up be provided and then you explode one day and right. go crazy. Exactly. And it's way more. Over thing. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, and like, that's the thing that I think people like kind of joke about me is being true is like, I will freak out over fucking nothing, but then something ter- like actually terrible happens and I'm chill as hell. Like, okay, well that fucking sucks, but you know what? We're going to get through it. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Because like, that is the thing. That's when you actually need to call in your high vibrational energy yes. when like something yes. actually is going on in your life. But if you're bottling up all the small stuff, then when the big things actually hit, and they will, you're just going to freak the fuck out. And it's not it's not helpful. It's not healthy. So I don't know. I mean, I personally am a big fan of a rant. I'm a big fan of, like, you know what? Make it funny if you can. Like, bring yeah. humor mm-hmm. into the situation. But some things suck. And, like, your situation that you're describing, I would have been outlandishly pissed oh, I'm to so another mad. level I, was so, of, I tweeted about it yeah she got uber east to respond to her yeah. and they still didn't help they her still didn't what? Help me. Oh, yeah. No, oh yeah i talked to support twice tweeted them they still were like can't help you i mean I'm like, i would have straight 40 dollars you're like a huge fucking corporation i don't get it 40 dollars is a fine. lot of money it's to fine someone. i still get heated thinking about it i'm in that little vibe area i still would dispute that with your bank low-key but like that's me and i'm very maybe petty I, about these things maybe i should Tom Petty. Tom Petty over here. I am petty as hell, and I don't care who knows about it. Well, money is a different thing, you know? It's like... Yeah, no one fucks with my money. No one fucks with my money. So, you talk a lot about, um, you know, you work in a lot of manifestation. I think manifestation, law of attraction, I think a lot of that is encapsulated in, in how toxic positivity is in people who 
perpetuate toxic positivity are almost doing it in a way to say like if you live this super positive lifestyle the universe mm-hmm. provides so mm-hmm. like when i then they say when you're in that low vibe space guess what the, the opportunities will be of like, the universe nah. provides what will be disappear yeah, exactly. brings morality into it you're a bad things happen to you because you're bad you did bad things so you get bad things that's so fucked up and wrong and not right okay and that's what it does it it i mean you know what i'm very honest about the fact that i don't fuck with capitalism like i'm a professional witch like i don't like i mean i fuck with capitalism as much as i absolutely have to but like i really try to avoid it and i do think it's a very much scarcity mindset capitalist way of thinking of like um like the morality attached with like money or privilege like if you don't have it you've somehow done something wrong to deserve your station in life which is fucked up and wrong and i think right. that that's really tied into a lot of these the problematic elements of something like you know quote-unquote toxic positivity or these these wellness spaces that just totally ignore the fact that like not everyone starts from an equal place and like some people to some people the loss of $40 is massively devastating. And like, yes. that's something that we need to be talking about and realistic about. Right, exactly. So Avery and I feel like some of these books and these trending hashtag self-help topics that perpetuate, end up perpetuating toxic positivity uh, uh, pos- toxic positivity as a gateway to teaching you the wrong ways to manifest. And it's almost like a flawed fake it till you make it uh, approach to the laws of attraction. So... Avery had this question, how do you balance manifestation with reality? That's a real good one. Because they, like, I mean, in these books, they're like, anything that you dream of, you can have. And it's like, yes. okay, is this realistic to, like, say, like, it's like, where do I, should I put a cap on, like, what I can imagine? Because I can imagine a lot of things for what I want. But it's like, is it? And it's almost is, like, is, is can it there bad be to any be trickle of doubt? It's like, can there be a trickle of doubt in my manifestation, or will it like, if I have that doubt, will it never be manifested? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, and that's a really good question, and and that's all. There's a, there's a really really big answer, um, and I'm gonna try to like parse it down as best as I can. Um, let me let me be very honest, like. Um, yeah, I mean, I think being realistic is important. Um, but, you know, like in my own life, like I've done a money manifestation, a really powerful money spell, and, you know, seen the results of the exact amount that I was manifesting in like 20 minutes. Like, you know, it, it, that is real. Like magic is real and you learn how, but it's a, it is, it is a skill that you learn over time and it takes hard work and practice to get to that level of manifestation that that's something you're capable of doing. My spells fucking work. If I cast a spell, that shit works. But, it never works always in the way that I think it's going to. And that's the Mm -hmm. thing when it comes up with manifestation and magic and all these things start to become like overlapping. Um, What I would say is the key to truly manifesting is you, you really just thinking about the end result. You don't get to get caught up in the tyranny of how that's when we all kind of get fucked up because Mm -hmm. we, we have this element of thinking we have to somehow control it and we don't get to, that's all the universe. So you really just say, okay, like to the universe, my specific example, I needed $1,600 in X amount of time frame to pay X amount of bills or whatever. And I needed that money ASAP. And I did a, a really powerful spell and got it within 20 minutes. But I didn't, I fucking for, did the spell, forgot about it, got mm-hmm. the PayPal notification. Like you, you just, you put it into the universe. You just put the end result in, and then your hands go completely off the wheel. Mm-hmm. And you just, that's, so that's kind of like the process really. If right. I'm getting very, very 
bird's eye view, simplistic. So living in reality is important because that's the structure and the system that we are living in. Um, You kind of understand when when you start to do magical practice that like your reality is very malleable, just like time, just like anything. But at the same time, like certain laws of like physics and shit still apply. Like, um, so you... I don't I don't know how to ex- explain a lot of it because a lot of it is just like a mix of like inherent things I know how to do just within me and also things that I have like learned over time. But I think of manifestation specifically as a magical practice. I am working with the principles of magic, earth, air, fire, and water, and I'm manipulating my reality. That's what I'm doing. But I am working with the confines of like the structure that I'm in. So like being realistic about what you're manifesting is always advisable, I think. Um, But sometimes really impressive things can happen. I think it's, and and, and you know what, maybe I should be doing bigger things. I don't know, but the reality is, and funny to say that the reality is like, I, I don't know, like I, like I said, I have a lot of, I do a lot of low vibrational shit in my life. Like I vent, I get mad. I don't, I'm not a perfect person, obviously. And like, that doesn't mean that my magic doesn't work. Does that make sense? No, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And I think it, and I've seen this a lot and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've seen a lot of people say like, it, it also involves perception is your reality like you said you you were saying earlier like we make our reality so I've also seen people like if you want to manifest that result whatever it is you have to live that reality yes you have much. to live mm-hmm. that per that highest visual like that person that you visualize as your highest self you are that right now so you have to live that do you disagree or is that because that's something no, I think I've that's seen very true I think that's very true I think it's very true in my own life when I like started really embodying the person that I wanted to be it it happened much more organically um I will say I think um is with like so many of the the ways we think about life and time and our experiences like we we see all these things as being very linear in a way that they're actually not but that's how our brains work that's how we perceive things and we can't get out of that the meat suits we're in so like that's that's what that is our reality the thing about it is it's all so malleable, and, and you know this is all stuff I'm learning all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. My my evolution as a witch has been, you know, for the past thirty two years, and I've been really intensely doing witchcraft, like as a practice, for about two and a half. Um, and I would say, you know, I evolve so much, and you know, now I work with a coven, and I learn so much from them all the time. But the thing is, we have to kind of realize that time isn't linear like the things all the things and I I it, to some level believe that everything that can happen has already happened in some way but we just don't perceive time that way this is going off on a weird kind of tangent <laughs> but um I just getting back to my point is like I think that you inherently know within you sort of what y- your potential is okay and then being yeah. able to manifest that potential is like um it's already sort of in you, but you have to be able to like kind of tap into that. And that's part of the practice. Does that make sense? Yeah. So would you say like, if you're like saying like, I'm going to manifest a million dollars, but you're not like truly believing it. Does that mean that, that it's not going to happen? It's not going to happen because, because, but if you're like intuitively with your gut saying like, 
I am going to manifest $30,000 this year, like in savings. And like, like, let's just say like, I believe that it like, yeah, it could, it could happen. It, yeah. I think that I would venture to say that it, it will happen. It will. Yeah. It, you have to live in that. Like it will, you can't say, but you also have to be practicing. I mean, it's not going right. to happen if you spend every dollar you get. Of right? course. You have to of change course. Your behaviors too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it's it's a it's a comprehensive thing like right. you you have to change your behavior it's physical it's spiritual yeah it's, yeah so you it's like you can say that you want something but you still have to work towards it exactly. and live in that energy yes. of like oh i want to make all this money well what you have to work you're not going to do it just saying you want it yeah you you make magic you make yeah, magic you have to make the magic practices. to happen for exactly. sure i definitely like since i've been practicing like you know kind of manifestation like i've definitely seen results like i've wanted to be healthier like truly truly like life-changingly like i am going to lose this amount of weight and like i've been able to like stick to a diet diet better than i ever have i've been able to commit to the gym better than i ever have before i've been able to and then like this uh, recently i was like i want this job to happen and i know it literally happened the next day it it happened like the next day like manifestation is crazy but i will say like i don't think everyone knows the power that they have within themselves i really think i and i think that's the problem with toxic positivity to help them yeah exactly and and it's and it's um an honor and a privilege to be able to do that work and to help people see the magic within their own selves and to practice magic as as an integral part of like the way that we live our lives. Um, but you, you, like you said, you have to believe, first of all, that it's possible and that you're mm-hmm. willing to like work with the universe. You have to put the work out. It's unrealistic to think that it's just going to come and happen to you. And, you know, like even when it does, like people manifest like winning the lottery. That's the thing you could, you know, you could, you could ostensibly manifest that. Look at what happens to people when they learn the fucking lottery. Their lives are worse off five years down the road, five months down the road than they ever Mm -hmm. were. Because if you don't put the skills and practice in place to be able to like raise your financial temperature that way, you are not going to be able to sustain that. And so that's a perfect example from real life about like, you have to be prepared for what it is you manifest and there will be consequences for that. So you have to fully be ready and capable of taking that on in your life or else you might get it, but it might completely fuck shit up for you. And you also, when you're practicing magic, you have to be really careful about the parameters you're putting out there. You might say, okay, I really want a new car. Well, like to get that, you might get in a serious fucked up car accident like you don't want that you have to be right. really careful about the ways in which you're practicing to be specific about what how you want as car? specific as you possibly can oh wow. my god i need to write down Specificity when you do that super important when you manifest what's the best way like i'm we're getting away from you know Sorry, toxic yeah, positivity it. but like it's fine i think you like to manifest what you really truly want you have to like definitely like move away from toxic positivity realize right realize that you do have potential and if you're like saying everything's okay like you're not living in reality you're not living in reality and you're never going to be realize something's wrong enough for you to say that like oh I need to get better and want to get better and I deserve better yeah yeah if you're never able to recognize your current reality then how do you expect to manifest your truest potential and like your new reality of like 
new, I guess, air quotes, new reality. But so, yeah, like it's all very interesting how toxic positivity really kind of affects not only your mental state, your mental health, but also your ability to attract good things, even though you live this fake facade of always being okay. So I think where a lot of like where you see this kind of coming into the social media sphere is it's almost like gatekeeping. It's like keeping people subjugated to their reality because if you can sell them on toxic positivity to believe that that their situation is is fine and good and fantastic, even if it's really not, that they're not going to try to ascend above that and it keeps people subjugated. I know that's a very sort of like pessimistic way of looking at it, but I also think within a capitalist standpoint, that is a major part of like the, s- the system and structure that we have to have j- ditch diggers too, right? Like that's the, that's the sort so of true. ethos there. And so if you can use utilize and infuse toxic positivity to keep certain people from actually getting into true manifestation practices and realizing their own power yeah then it's yeah then 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 they might rise up and then what the fuck's gonna happen then so that's one very maybe pessimistic (laughs) yeah but i think that it's called toxic positivity for a reason you know toxic is in it and i'm all about no toxic positivity no toxic masculinity just toxic by britney spears that is it that is yeah (laughs) we're into real positivity which comes from doing the work right exactly (laughs) the shadow work the shadow work to be able to do light work you have to be able to do shadow work the yin and the yang that is one of the fundamental principles of tarot i think of life in general you have to have both and i think that you know when i'm on social media ranting yeah maybe i it is fun to just be like fuck men they're trash but like and honestly that might be a little bit true in my opinion but like when i'm on my no offense i'm so sorry sir but you know you've met men before you kind of get it right yeah um so like but like when i'm on you know i'm on my rants about being like fuck cvs for not sending me these coupons anymore i missed my 32 percent off toilet paper like i am like that's i mean it's a funny form of shadow work it's not a serious form of shadow work but it is shadow work and it is dealing with negative emotions yeah exactly any aspect is shadow work how you need to and then getting past it so like Mm -hmm. just because i had my rant about uber eats I still, the universe still provided and I got my money back the next morning. Right, yeah. And then you, and you also kind of knew, I mean, I, I, well, I'm not, I shouldn't speak from your standpoint. When I, when I personally order food on apps, which is way too fucking much, um, <laughs> I kind of already realize I'm wasting money. Right. So, right. you know, it's kind of the same thing. as like, it's a really unfortunate you didn't get your meal. Like, that's just a bitch in and of itself. But like, sometimes I'll get something and I'll only eat half of it and end up throwing out later and I feel really bad about it. But then at the same time, I'm like, I knew I was doing trash ass shit anyway. Right. I knew <laughs> that I was like, yeah. already willing to part with that 40 bucks. That was this even trash moment right there. I, yeah. I was fucking up. I was wasting time and I was, I, you're right. I was doing trash ass shit. I didn't even need to be fucking doing that. It took me away. I, I have, I, me and Uber Eats needed a breakup for a while now and, and that me was, and that bitch that was did. Last and sometimes you need that toxic bullshit to remind you why you don't fuck with that anymore. Exactly. So to wrap up with you, Mac, here, do you have one tip or piece of advice on how to avoid toxic positivity, especially in an Instagram kingdom yes. that we live in now, a capitalist kingdom that we live in now? Oh, fuck yeah, the I do. The digital age. Smash that unfucking follow button. Do not follow people that make you feel bad about your life. Don't fucking do it. Like, if it doesn't matter if they, they might actually be the most realest, baddest bitch ever, but if they're making you feel shitty about your situation, 
Don't engage in that. Don't look at that. Don't give that. Be careful who you let in your head. What Susan Miller said, she's an OG, she's a genius. Be fucking careful who you let in your head. Always be discerning of anything you read, anything you look at, anything that's curated on your feed. You do not have to consume anything that isn't making you a better person, and I would argue that you really shouldn't. So just unfollow, block, like delete, don't, you know, trash nobody or talk shit or anything, but just like take yourself out of that situation. I would say also educate yourself on the difference between motivation and toxic positivity. Right. And I think there's so much of it in like the corporate world. I mean, if you've ever been in like a sales environment, unfortunately I used to have to do that. There's so much of that shit there and it's so fucking gross. And like we, it's so, you you get so, it's so normalized, like the grind, the hustle. Some guy on, you know, dating app was like, how's your grind? How's your hustle going today? And I was like, I actually don't measure my worth by my productivity. So I'm in bed at three o'clock. So what about it? Like, what about it? What about it? All right, we really need that because we work. We've been working so hard. When you when work hard, hard work is yeah. beautiful. Hard no, work can be yeah. absolutely beautiful, but it, it's not it, a measure it's building of who you, you are. Up. Yeah, right. and if it's building you up, and if you're feeling great about it, wonderful. The mean the hustle, maybe I, I don't think it's the greatest word, but when people are like I'm on my grind, it's like. Bitch, grind coffee. Don't grind yourself down. Like, mill yourself up. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop saying yeah. that shit. Stop yeah. engaging in it. Stop perpetuating it. Guess up. Guess up. All right. Well, cool. Well, uh, thank you. It was awesome having you yeah, here. Yeah, this was so... Thank you for having me. I really We could talk it. forever. I There's feel a like. lot more I feel like we could, like talk you about come back. I would love, love to I would come absolutely back. like this has been a pleasure thank you for letting me kind of get real witchy with it you knew I was probably going to do that I would love to hear more about we, that stuff because it's just so we foreign love to the me. different perspectives even though that we don't live that life like like I'm I'm always down to learn about it because I think like we can take so much from it and learn so much from it Right, and I think that you do. I mean, like a lot of things you're talking about is the principles of exactly what I'm talking about. Right, the manifestation principles. Right, and finding the, the magicalness of it. Like it's not something to be afraid of. We should it is something to be careful with, but it's not something to be afraid of. We should do an episode talking about the stigmas of witchcraft. Oh, I could talk forever. About because that. now I think I. Oh my god, we we could talk forever. I, we're gonna have to stop. We have True, to wrap up. Of course, but, yeah. Uh, we have so we could please come back. So Matt, where can our little trashlings? find you where you know plug all your stuff so i am mac jagger and i am on social media um, facebook and instagram at mac jagger tarot it's m-a-k uh jagger like mick jagger and tarot um my that's like my my you know my forward public facing stuff you're mostly going to find tarot content there um I do keep my personal Instagram just like friends and family only. So that's, unfortunately, you're not going to see a lot of my crazy sort of bitching about penny rants on my um, my, per- my public Instagram. But um, you know what? That might honestly be for the best for everybody. So <laughs> Her tarot one is great, though. Yeah, you yeah. put up you. some po- some stuff, and I was like, oh, this really hits home. Yeah. This is good. I Thank love you. It. I love it. And we'll put all that in the description, guys, so you guys can check that out. Um, and follow her there. And uh, do you have any uh, services if they like? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you can book. I'm a full time tarot reader and, you know, like I said, kind of energetic consultant, but I mostly work through the medium of tarot. I am here in Austin, but I actually have clients all around the world. I have a Patreon, which you can link to from my Instagram. Um, if you want to work with me regularly or if you want to book a one off meeting, um, please just let me know. I am all around Austin and I'm very available. So I would love to read tarot for anybody who might be interested. And, you know, and I promise that I am a lot more sort of up, uplifting in my tarot work. It's that's where we do the light work and the shadow work together. I will not rant to you about 
pennies or men or toilet paper or anything like that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And please, uh, guys, remember to send in your demon trash moments or memories, any topics or questions you have for us. We love you. And we love hearing from you, too. That's the show. <laughs>